Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Let's Talk of Call It Whatever podcast. I'm sorry for the any pauses or mess ups and seeking I'll make because I don't feel like editing this due to the subject matter and and due to what we're talking about, I feel very disrespectful if I were to like edit this and make it like a normal podcast episode, which it's not. It's a memorial episode to Avion Aprops, the 13-year-old girl who was killed last Saturday in a shooting in the Concord Mills Mall in the Charlotte, North Carolina suburb of Concord, North Carolina. You know, she was shot by 18-year-old Milton Black, who was arrested Wednesday. And it was just found out yesterday that there was an unidentified 15-year-old who was an accomplice of this shoot, the shooter, Dante Milton Black. The fact that a 15-year-old was involved in a fight that led to the death of this young 13-year-old girl is saddening. The fact that people this young are making these horrible decisions that lead to the deaths of either themselves or innocent bystanders like Avion was is frustrating. And I know I don't sound very frustrated. It's just that I'm trying to control my emotions right now and not be too upset. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a one of those boomers you see on Facebook about how bad like this culture stuff is, but they do have a point. Like to any people who are like really young listening to this, which I doubt it because pretty sure only my family like the few friends I have will listen to this. Please do not make these decisions that end up hurting yourself or others. Especially if those other people are innocent bystanders. Make smart choices. Make sure you Make sure you hang with the right crowd. Don't be pressured to do anything you don't feel comfortable with. I know this is all cliche and stuff, but this is real advice. And I apologize for any background noise. I have the TV on in the background. If you can hear it, I sincerely apologize for this. Again, I won't edit this because... This is not really an official podcast episode, just me speaking my thoughts on this shooting and other news events that's going on right now. And going back to the article on the Charlotte Observer, Dante Milton Black, the 18-year-old who was caught and seems to be the main one associated with this shooting has faced a judge Thursday 
on these charges, and apparently he could face the death penalty or life without parole if convicted. Honestly, even though he is responsible for the death of a young girl, he should not face the death penalty. In my opinion, I think the death penalty should be saved for the worst of the worst. For my example, that Dylan Roof kid, the person responsible for that Charleston church shooting, he should be killed. Not like killed as in someone going out there and murdering him. He should be facing the death penalty. Because what he did was really horrible and there is no doubt that he did evidence for his crimes are irrefutable. And I understand anti-death penalty arguments, especially ones that point out to examples of people being found innocent of their crimes way after they've originally been convicted for those crimes. And I understand religious and moral arguments against the death penalty as well. As a personal Christian who is not too devout, but is working on being closer to God, I understand that my views on death penalty are pretty much a sin. According to the word of Jesus and the word of God, I still feel like that people who have done irrefutable acts of senseless violence or even not murder but serial rapists and serial pedophiles should face the death penalty because view those people as irredeemable like how are you going to rehabilitate someone like Dylan Roof how are you going to rehabilitate a freaking pedophile who's probably done unspeakable acts to underage people. How are you going to rehabilitate people who are just pure evil? The prison system, despite being very flawed in the United States, is meant to rehabilitate those who have been charged with crime. And certain people are just unable to be rehabilitated but that does not really apply to the shooter, their Dante Black. <laughs> he should he should be like imprisoned. I wouldn't put him away for a life, to be honest, because he seems to be very young. Well, he is in fact very young. He is eighteen, which is two years younger than I am. But honestly, he should face, I think, honestly, 10 to 20 years. And he should be forced to take college courses, other types of education. Maybe he should be forced to, I don't know, maybe he can work with families who have lost their their children to act to senseless, senseless violence. He could be one of those speakers to go to schools and speak against violence. He should be 
giving a second chance at life to turn things around because even though I don't know this person personally, an 18-year-old shouldn't have their life thrown away unless it's something unredeemable. And this scene, in my opinion, in my uneducated opinion, the person, this 18-year-old involved in the shooting, this seems more like a gang, maybe a gang, maybe he just was involved in the wrong crowd that maybe wasn't a gang, but still involved in some criminal activity. Because you see this in a lot of hoods, not just hoods, but cities in general, where these young people are, like, misguided and end up going into these lifestyles where they just have these very messed up lifestyles of drugs, violence. And I feel like this person may have been involved in this type of lifestyle because... I could not see a reason why, any other reason why this 18-year-old, especially the 15-year-old who was found and charged yesterday as well, would be involved in a shooting like this. Like, this is an evidently horrible situation involving young people who have made horrible decisions, and has led to a family and friends losing someone very close to them. I just wish that the people involved with the shooting are remorseful about it. I hope that they're genuinely saddened by this. I hope they are like given the opportunity to reform themselves because I don't think from what I know from what I'm aware of and from my assumptions that could totally be baseless is that I don't think these people are very in the range of being irredeemable. I don't think they're irredeemable. I think that these people could be redeemed but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, Another news story that has been making the rounds through the entire nation, especially in social media, is the Iran crisis after the storming of an American embassy by quote-unquote protesters and the killing of an Iranian general by Donald Trump after said storming of this embassy. I will not give my opinions on Trump as a whole because I don't want to alienate anyone. I don't want to lose friends. I will say that I'm not a rabid anti-Trumper and at the same time I'm not a rabid supporter. That's all I will say about my opinion as his presidency of a whole. But when it comes to this, I think he acted way too rash about it how he 
handled it was way overboard. Killing a high-ranking government officer of a country we've already had historical problems with does nothing but lead to more tension. And from my friend, from certain people, he was this person who was responsible for ISIS being like nearly defeated. At the other hand, I've also heard people say how he was a terrorist. Either way, Trump's actions were way overboard. If it did turn out that the Iranians were responsible for the so-called protests that le- almost led to American being killed, or maybe did, I don't remember the details of it, I think more sanctions should have been placed on Iran. Because, in my humble opinion, <laughs> my opinion of an uneducated 20-year-old as a voice of a 14-year-old, we should not be attacking any country unless we have been attacked first. Like, I am somewhat of an isolationist, and the fact that Trump is basically doing the bidding of these interventionist neoconservatives is very troubling, especially as someone who was more hopeful three years ago when he was first elected that he wasn't going to make any rash decisions about intervention in the Middle East. And now we might have a war on our hands, which, by the way, there won't be a draft. I can guarantee that. Maybe at most there'll probably be like a lot of deployments to Iran if there is a full-scale war, which that too, I somewhat doubt. At least I hope there won't be a full-scale war against Iran. But the fact that we have made tensions so high by this one decision, and now that Iran is threatening retaliation in response, Trump basically threatened to target 52 like places important to Iranian culture and whatnot, which apparently 52 was the number of people involved in the Iran hostage situation back in 1979, which I'm surprised given Trump's nature was that clever to make that connection with his tweet. But the fact that Trump is now making more threats towards Iran is very troubling to me because I, like a lot of people, do not want war. Because the only reason we should ever be at war is to defend our country. And our country is not in trouble. Like, we were stormed by protesters in Iraq who may or may not have been supported by Iran, yes. But the country, our country itself is not in trouble. Like, any American who's not overseas watching this 
if not watching but listening to this right now, is probably not going to be in danger by Iran or mainly any other country anytime soon. Because we have one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful military in the world. We are not in any danger. And the fact that Trump and people who are are neoconservatives and those who are like very warmongering are supporting this action is almost angering because these people claim to be patriotic and support the troops yet are willing to basically use them to have them risk their lives for a conflict that doesn't even put our country, put our freedom at risk. We all talk about how the duty of American troops is to make sure our freedoms are kept, to make sure that no American is in danger from outside threat. What Iran is doing to us is a form of proxy warfare and should be dealt with, but this is not an imminent threat to us Americans. Like We should not be doing rash actions like killing high-ranking government officials or threatening Iranian sites of importance because of covert actions by their government. We could, we could have sanctioned them. We could have taken up the UN. We could have the covert actions of our own. There's so much we could have done. And now, like, we seem to be in danger of starting a full-scale scale war, which I don't think might happen. I hope that the Iranian government, by the consequences referring to, like, them going to the UN, which I don't care about, Newsflash, I really don't care about the UN. I won't go into why, but I just don't care about it. But I hope that's what they meant by consequences and not anything involving military action. Because if they retaliate, it leads to forever U.S. retaliation. That will just lead to a meaningless waste of lives on both our end and their end as well. And I'll just say that I am confident that the majority of the Iranian people are not supportive of their government, that they just want to live their lives and aren't these rabid supporters of this tyrannical government. As a lot of media say, they are like, there is this news story going around about chance of death to America at a memorial service to this general. I genuinely believe that those chants were just from people who were either threatened to go there or people who are within the government themselves. Though I have no evidence to support that, so take that with the smallest grain of salt. I'm just saying that we should not be putting American soldiers at risk for what seems to be another for a war that doesn't even seem necessary and won't benefit the majority of Americans. This is all I have to say. 
again, rest in peace to young Ivyanga Props, who was sadly murdered this past Saturday. I'm, and thank you for listening to this, whoever is listening. This is not really the official first episode, but I hope to have one recorded very soon. And maybe there'll be a guest, maybe not. Good night.